Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris going full tilt horny on Maine. Okay, I want to hear. The, so when you say full t- tilt horny on Maine. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to need some context on this. Really? Joke. I just thought I'd let it sit there and no, would move I on think... to another topic. Hey, I guys, think... remember the Sega Genesis? No. What Sega Genesis games did you have? Yeah, flashback. Yeah. But what, Jordan? Yeah. I remember the main. Right. Of course. Well, we all remember the main. <laughs> because President Roosevelt asked us to? I don't know. Can I tell you the other day I was hanging out with our friend Elliot Kalin from yes. the Flophouse? Sure. Oh. Uh, and I had given him a box of... Okay, our fine. Our guest from Television's The Unicorn, uh, Network Television's The Unicorn, Jordan. Mm-hmm. This is a ser- this is a real star mm-hmm. from HBO's Ballers, from the television program Ballers on the HBO Network, <laughs> looking great in a pink polo shirt. Yeah, yeah. Rob Cordry. Thank you. Hi, Rob. Hi, and thank you for introducing me. Because if you're talking about Elliot Kalin, you can't. I have to be involved in this conversation. <laughs> yeah. I so, can't let their, you guys mess this up. I brought a box of. Oh wait, so I got maybe want to just get the, get a little get a little context. Yeah, because uh, so I know that so you worked on the Daily Show for a yes. bit. I don't know if you overlapped with Elliot Kalin uh, or not. Almost every year I was on, he came in. I think the year I did, or maybe the year after. Uh-huh. Um, like most people in show business, Elliot started as a production assistant or an intern or something mm-hmm. and eventually became head writer of the same show and that he worked on for like 10 years or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's a success story, a real, yeah. a real success story. So I do know story. that John Hodgman has a, a fake antagonistic slash real antagonistic relationship <laughs> with yeah. Elliot where he nerd shames him. Yeah, I think it's fair to characterize that relationship as a joke that Hodgman started doing, then started enjoying doing right. too much. Until he was really making Elliot feel really, bad. You, really feeling it. Do, yeah. you, do you two to have a complicated dynamic? N- at, no, with with Elliot, I always feel like I just want to gather him up in my arms when I see him. <laughs> I feel very, very, uh, and there's, there's no little, reason for me to guy. anymore, like a fatherly. Sure. Uh, I feel fatherly, totally unearned. You know, I did right. nothing for the You're guy. Like this probably Elliot. won't work, but let's try and breastfeed you. I <laughs> just Elliot love has your two latch? children of his own now. How's, how's your latch? Everybody loved Elliot at the Daily Show. He was everybody's favorite PA. He was obviously smart, mm-hmm. um, which resonates there, of course. And uh, he was always down there, just talking to everybody, just uh, very confident, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> which he doesn't appear. Confident right. on uh, you that would not be your he's such uh, a slight man <laughs> exactly he's small of build yeah and, yeah. and uh, you know and like Hodgman uh, says a fucking nerd <laughs> Yo, through power through. nerd power, power nerd. nerd you'd think maybe there's a little Aspergers or something thrown in there but no <laughs> the guy is on it and John Stewart loved him too John Stewart likes to throw a football before he goes out. At the Daily Show, oh. that's the one job Elliot couldn't do. <laughs> I don't Wait, think so he he's throwing one. the he just he just picks a person to to hurl a football yeah. to. Yeah, usually he you know it might be the same guy for a while, and okay. then uh, a new intern comes in who looks kind of broy, and he's like, "Boy, this guy looks like this he can catch and throw a yeah. football." <laughs> <laughs> Six feet yeah. in a hallway. Yeah, I think uh, my relationship with Elliot is defined by you know we have children about the same age, we we live not that far from each other, so we're we're great friends. Yeah. But uh, the edges of it are defined by me saying one word about sports 
or him <laughs> saying uh, the name of a second or third tier Spider-Man villain. And just I, both of our eyes cross immediately. Uh, just like, see, oh. I'm the glue. I'm the glue. I should uh. hang out with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I speak both sports and super nerd. So what sure. happened with Elliot Kalin? And I want to get back into what happened to you on the main. You know, in a lot of in a lot of ways. You yeah. were, by the way, wait, wait. Remind us, just because uh, yeah. we got on a lot of sure, tracks yeah. there. That this was you were. Super horny. Well, was go, I was going full tilt horny on Maine. This full isn't tilt a, horny on Maine. Yeah, yeah. So we'll. I mean, we'll get to it. Just, uh, yeah. just everybody keep that. I have problems. Keep with that this. in your pouch. The Jordan Jessigo is like a Nautilus shell. We get we get to the center of the matter eventually. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and in a lot of ways, when it comes to the Sinister Six, isn't the Vulture kind of the Joe Montana? Mm, yeah, that's a really good point. Yes, that's yes. a really good point because they both wear Skechers shape ups. <laughs> right, tight, tight buns on that Vulture. <laughs> All right, you can hang out with them. Yes, I I'm busy. <laughs> I brought. I got a lot of shit to do. I was at the I'm flea market actually. and I bought a cigar box full of plastic presidents. Mm. You know, as, as one does yeah, when sure, one is at sure, the flea market, yeah. you, know, you find one, you buy it. You Browsing, know, the time to buy sure. it's when you see it. <laughs> And I texted a picture of these uh, presidents to Elliot. I said, Elliot, you need these presidents? Mm-hmm. He said, yes, of course I do. <laughs> uh, so I brought them to him at the pool on Sunday mm-hmm. uh, this past weekend. And um, Oh, that'd be kind of a fun activity. You know how, you know, like when you're doing a YMCA birthday party. Yeah. Dad throws in a handful of pennies. The kids yeah. all die for the pennies. Sure. That's your activity for the day. Yeah. Dive for presidents. I dive know. for presidents. <laughs> Diving for presidents. I got Grover Cleveland. So Elliot's showing Sammy, his son, the different presidents. Mm-hmm. And I, let's be honest, he's showing me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pre- I'm not familiar oh, with the presidents. Oh, the whole era, like before and after Lincoln, is just yeah. a swamp. Yeah, like right. Yeah, sure. Between Lincoln and Clinton, zero idea yeah, what's the going mut- there. The mutton chops era. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at these guys yeah. and their chops. Was J.P. Morgan president? I don't know. Like all sure. the bad ones. Yeah. That's why Lincoln was known as such a good president, because he was just smack dab in the middle of the <laughs> crappiest ones ever. Yeah. yeah. Just a real raft of garbage. Oh, yeah. It is funny. Yeah, it is funny that, like, you know, and I feel like kind of a, a like, comedy fellas from our, our generation love, like, obscure president humor, like a lot of... <laughs> Some of them do. I, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of, like, Taft sketches that yeah. were, probably went on at UCB between 2006 and 2010. Everybody had their sure. Taft sketch. Yeah, right? yeah, you have to have your Taft chunk. Elephant Larry had a great Taft shaft parody. <laughs> yeah, so I think these were... Sure, <laughs> it's, it's right there. <laughs> um but yeah, it's like these, these, you know, they were kind of just these kind of random punchlines for old timiness, but these were probably evil men. <laughs> yeah. These were yeah. probably monsters. Yeah, yeah. When I say they were a raft of garbage, it was a gilded raft of garbage. Mm, sure, they had yeah. stolen money from the state. Oh, God. Yeah. They the, were busy murdering native people and gambling yeah. away White House China. <laughs> <laughs> Truly bad people. Giving their inauguration address drunk. That was sure. <laughs> they were probably all drunk all the time. Yeah. 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 And on opium. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, many of them, their wives were the real president because they mm-hmm. were too drunk. Yes. That was a big thing that was going From on. From the beginning the on. 
Yeah. I'd say from Martha on up. Yeah. And, you know. So Elliot is taking out the president. Oh, this is Abraham Lincoln. This is Franklin Roosevelt. Look, Martha liked to blaze a dupe, though. That's Come true. on. Oh, she yeah, knew, yeah, she yeah. knew how to chill. She knew yeah. how to relax. So <laughs> Franklin Roosevelt's wearing a cape, by the way, which I think is great. Okay. Mm-hmm. He'll yep. probably be our last cape president. <laughs> Although if Trump wins a second term. <laughs> sure, yeah. We'll, oh. see. we'll see what happens. Or I but... think when America gets its first drama club president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wore this cape to ninth grade, and I'm wearing it to my inauguration. <laughs> oh. Old Man River. (laughs) So he pulls out, I believe it was Franklin Pierce, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and he says to Sammy, his wonderful five-year-old son, Mm -hmm. this child characterized by by just uh, the most delightful demeanor Mm -hmm. any child could have, relaxed, positive kid. Just a delightful kid willing to tolerate all of Elliot's bullshit, <laughs> like watching mm-hmm. all the Marx Brothers movies in order and all uh, that kind of yeah, thing, yeah. right? Which is wonderful. I think it's so uh-huh. great that they share those things. He pulls out Franklin Pierce. He says, this is Franklin Pierce. He was the handsomest and in many ways saddest president. Wow. wow. <laughs> and I was like, Elliot? I can tell that you want to tell the story of Franklin Pierce. <laughs> and, you know, the be- the best part about being friends with Elliot is when he wants to tell you that story, he'll probably know a lot of good stuff about it. He'll probably yeah. add some funny details. It's not going to be a bad story. Yeah, it'll mm-hmm. be pretty great. It's yeah. worth listening. Yeah, yeah so that was look, a good preface. Everyone should everyone should look up the story of Franklin Pierce. We'll have Elliot tell it the next time he's on Jordan Jesse Go. Sure. I don't want to. I don't want to sell a second rate half remembered <laughs> no, yeah. version. But it 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 involves. Needless to say, it involves his the back of his child's head being sliced off in a train accident. Mm, just and the back, though. Just the back. Okay. So come but on, that's good right. enough. Yeah. That's good enough for a whittle spill. <laughs> you know. And then then later on, uh, him being super ripped but super drunk because he became an alcoholic, lonely farmer. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, later on in life. A 60-year-old man in extraordinary physical condition except for being a debilitating alcoholic. Wow. Uh, Rob, have you ever in in uh, on the on the topic of trying to you know watch all the Marx Brothers movies with Mm -hmm. your kids? Have you ever tried to get your kids into a thing? Have you ever tried to like play them a song you loved or make them sit down and watch yeah every oh well for sure Battlestar Galactica mm-hmm. or something not so much the watching definitely the listening yeah um the watching is starting now okay now that my kids my daughter's 13 and and the, my youngest one is almost 11 <clears throat> so we're so entering you're, you're in the window yeah we're you've entering. got you've got 18 months before oh. they start hating you yes because i i like right exactly so i got to show them all the greatest movies uh, all my favorite movies now before they stop listening to me but like we we tried to push this too early, too. Like, we showed them Star Wars when they were way too young because I was just a little over-eager. Sure. And, uh, you know, they, the, the aunt and uncle were burning outside the, the hut oh, and ta- sure. Tatooine, and they were out. I bet, yeah. I was like, some, oh, I made a there's mistake. There's some grim stuff you just kind of forget about a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. made a mistake. And then Goonies, too. They were they were pretty young. Great movie, but scary as hell. Yeah. And... Every other word is a curse word, which is right. fine now at their age. It's not 
They're just probably words maybe a couple of casual slurs too that you could oh, say in the eighties. Uh, no, like racist, racist character. Yeah, like, yeah, like, sure. That the, too. You're at the video store. Like, uh, do you have the good news, bears? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie. I don't think is. Uh, I think no, not I think appropriate that's been for officially children. Yeah, canceled. I think that's done. Yeah, a lot of the movies we gotta like. You might do be due for a screening before because yeah, you forget. Like, and you're like, how oh, many Walter Matthau? Could yeah. we do? Could we maybe do Hopscotch? <laughs> I know. I see you have yeah. Teen Wolf. Do you have Woke yeah. Wolf? Yeah. Uh, but with music, yeah. Like I got in. I got them into the Beatles earlier, um, expressly because this I knew is a foundation for liking good music. And who are the Beatles? Okay, so. I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. was going to try and fake it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Do you know, Jordan? Uh, you know, I'm more of a... No, I can't. I was going to try and fake it, too. I think I it's like Mick... No. Mick... Mick... Ja- Jagger. Yeah, no, you're Jugular. right. But it's not... It's, it's Mick... Mick Jagger. Mick Fleetwood. Mick Fleetwood. Um, Pete Townsend. Um, Andrew Johnson. And yeah. Franklin Pierce. And Franklin Pierce. <laughs> right. He yeah. was the cute one. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> cute and sad one. He yeah, was the, the, cute, the old cute John the Lennon. Or he was the George. Yeah. Um, but what, yeah, they got yeah. into it. They, they responded. Oh, good. Yeah. And now they like good music. They love the cars. Uh, my my daughter, um, is a, my youngest, is like a shredder. Really? Oh, she yeah. loves the guitar. A real buckethead type. Loves a bucket. The, the guy that wears the bucket on his head? Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. That's how we got the name Buckethead. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. She so, replaced yeah. Axel and Rolly in the... Yes, uh, she's, yes, she is like that except without the bucket. Right, yeah. Right. So, I guess nothing like Buckethead. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, she's, so, uh, she's into like, um, you know, 80, 70s, 80s... Uh, like hard rock that have those really indulgent oh, wow. solos, and um, kids, and she's kid, good at it. Kids need to learn about shredding. Kids yeah. these days, nobody shreds anymore. You know, yeah. it's not about four chords and the truth anymore. Sure, yeah, it's about getting up and down that neck. Got to get up and down that. neck. <laughs> you got to have a good cut. Your daughter up, plays guitar herself and shreds. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. Cool. She's awesome. Yeah. Did, you, how, Jordan. Our generation grew up with shredding heroes, not just Ingve sure. Malmsteen, right? <laughs> but also consider Bart Simpson. He always has table, <laughs> right? That's a reference to last week's podcast. Yeah, okay. Because uh, I was going to fake it again. I was going to fake it. My son, like, huh? my <laughs> son declared that <laughs> yes, that Bart thing. Simpson always has a table, and it took about five minutes, but we figured out he was referring to the skateboard. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. So your son's not as smart as Elliot's son? <laughs> My son's a little stiff-minded. <laughs> stiff-minded. Uh, it's interesting your 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 uh, your uh, daughter got into the cars maybe close to Rick Ocasek dying. Well, that's always the case. Yeah. Um, it, you know, and I'm I'm all for that. Like, let pop culture drive their uh, love for anything. That's yeah. fine. Like, um, you know, the movie about Queen came out, and now every child their age thinks Queen is this, you know, new pop band. Yeah. And fine. That happened um, to me, the, to our generation when uh, Wayne's World came out. Oh, I yeah, definitely she... ran out and bought both Queen's greatest hits, both greatest hits Queen's and been, classic Queen. Queen's been pretty savvy, huh? With the rebirths. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, you, you wait a couple years, and then you, you yeah. know, die. Yeah. <laughs> then you... <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> then they roll that rock back. Yeah. And yeah. you're reborn. Sure. So, uh, yeah. I, but then I've never, like, I've never, I have, I, they don't yet enjoy the kind of music that was my favorite music, you know, like 
90s indie rock is probably going to be a later thing I introduce yeah. when they start wearing a lot of black and like right you when know, they when punch they, the walls yeah when they go when you when they go off to college you get you give them you give them that copy of Dr. Seuss's Oh the Places You'll Go yeah, yeah. and then Super Chunks on the Mouth yeah exactly <laughs> guided by are, voices mag earwig sure exactly <laughs> yeah here this will serve you well right. I think a lot of colleges these days will do one class that everyone in the university takes as a mm-hmm. freshman, so everyone has a shared grounding in the GBV oeuvre. Right. Yes. So, yeah. Because there's yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of songs. There's a lot of albums, and if you don't know which ones, it's like you get lost in that catalog. No, it's an exhaustive uh, discipline. Yeah. They, you know, there's a grad... There's a whole grad study at UMass Amherst yeah. dedicated to Guided by Voices. Uh, it's also a really useful guide uh, for, uh, like, a lot of 18-year-olds. They don't really know how to binge drink. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. learning more and more about Guided by Voices. Right. <laughs> and how to smoke on stage. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah, man. Um, Rock stars. But you, yeah. but you are – so you're kind of – you're you, – you're going to try and do movies again after a after a stutter start with Star Wars. Yeah, no, no. Now we've we've been on a, a, a steady movie yeah. tra- like Ferris Bueller. Uh, um, I, I'm going to blank on these movies, but the standards. Yeah, we've yeah. been we've been Stand by Me was a great one. Oh, does that hold up? It absolutely does. I watched um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High not very long mm-hmm. ago, and um, hmm. it does have a you know it has a little bit of maybe marginally culturally retrograde stuff in yeah. it but it is a really good movie like yeah. it is it is really funny and really well made <laughs> i was i'm what is there anything uh, for us sure like it, it's gonna hold up but is any because there's also there's like basically horny stuff in it i would say yeah, is that's the main fine thing. but yeah. is there value in it for kids like are kids going to appreciate fast times in the way that we, I mean, it's about the it. emotional, the actual emotional lives of teenagers in a way that very few teen films. Are. Oh, it really was. Now that I yeah. think about it, with um, yeah, there was a what's his name, the 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 best friend kind of talker, yeah, you know who um and and Jennifer. They're Jason called Lee's. actors or characters. Mm-hmm. I just call them talkers. The <laughs> talker number who's talk? It's like talker number three. That camera yeah. camera talker. Yeah, camera talk, talker talks, number three. Talks while camera is right. on. Are you yeah. speaking sequentially, like the third person to speak in the, the film? third person to speak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I couldn't tell and you. He's who talking that to is. number four. Okay. Actually, he just speaks. Right. Do you think Tom Cruise will ever get that best talker Oscar? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I mean, he's just been a star for so long, and you think this guy's probably won best talker. Yeah. And the then guy's elocution is superb. He's been nominated. I've but... never gotten better than Talker Number Seven. It's <laughs> yeah, well, a comfortable place, though. Talker it's, Seven. It's a yeah. solid. If you can be yeah. the if you can be the best friend talker. Oh yeah. Uh, if you can be the handsome but not too handsome talker. I actually have not acted in a while, but I you know I had a little period where I I got cast in a couple of things, but it was always five talks or less. I know. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a different rate. Yeah, different rate for that. I mean, what you what you were you were about two steps. Mm-hmm. I think you could have done it. You were about two steps from reaching Rob's level, which is talking to the rock. Love the rock talk. Rock talk. Rock yeah. talk. Yeah. Talk God. To, talk to I'd rock. Love, I'd love to talk I'd love to talk to Walton Goggins just one time. Just that's, one time could, talk to Goggins. Easy. Just you, one time with Goggins. You all, you have one degree of separation to Goggins. Oh, God, I, I saw Goggins. You're Goggins adjacent right now. Oh, I saw like Goggins at the Grove Goggins. once. I should have talked to him. Oh, you should have talked to Goggins yeah. at the Grove. Talk to Goggins, man. Yeah, hey. Listen, all listeners, <laughs> yeah. I implore you. Walton Goggins is very accessible. Yeah. No matter if he's with his family. <laughs> Get at or him. 
it may be like he's crying or something. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Talk. Go up to him and tell him how you feel, whether Talk it be God positive or negative. He needs feedback. He wants and loves your feedback. <laughs> and guy. he likes it when you pronounce his name Googans. It's yeah. funny for him. You know what else? And I'll give you an inside track. He loves like little shoves. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if you see him in the street. Just give him a little shove. Not, shove. not anything too aggressive, yeah. but aggressive nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rob, you uh, you are a co-star on the new show, The Unicorn, that stars Walton Goggins. That's right. And the guy who played Walton Goggins' dad on Justified lives a few houses down from me. So we're pretty much at the same point in show business. Yeah. I mean, I think you're, you go through me mm-hmm. and not the dad yeah. if you want Goggins. Well, I'll want... probably talk. To, here's what, I, here's oh, what okay. my plan well, is. I don't Hollywood hear the now. dad oh, that boy. much. Oh, boy. But he, I don't see the dad very often. But his wife walks their dog. Mm-hmm. So I'm on a waving basis with her. So I'll okay. probably talk to her. She can talk to the dad from Justified. Justified's only about five or seven years ago right. now. Right. Uh, he'll talk to Goggins for me. Okay. Or maybe he'll talk to Oliphant, and Oliphant will talk, we'll talk to, to Goggins. Exactly probably how it's going to go. Probably going to talk to Oliphant. It's the old Justified telephone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's game. way easier than just saying, hey, Rob. Yeah. yeah. Can well, you get Goggins? Have, <laughs> the thing is, is the Justified cast has a pretty well-established phone tree, and I'm not sure whether you guys have your phone tree ready yet at the Unicorn. Still a pretty new show. No, see, I'm just standing next to him most of the time. That's right. the thing. <laughs> yeah. There's not really a uh, So much it of would a be weird. You're you right. You're right. It would be weird for him to for you to call exactly him because you're just standing right I'm there. I'm always standing right there. So I won't ask you. I'll make sure. I'll ask the folks from Justified. <laughs> okay, seems too complicated. I guess that's what yeah, I was saying. One step. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really want Goggins on this show. On this show, are you afraid of Goggins? I'm a little. Of course, I'm afraid. I watch Justified. Anyone who watched oh. Justified is afraid of Goggins. Goggins is fun. Is 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 human and charming on the Unicorn. Uh, which is a very funny family sitcom, but yeah. uh, on on Justified, he's fucking horrifying. Yeah, he's terrifying most of the time. Yeah. Even when he's being funny, he's terrifying. Like Vice Principals, and, yeah, uh, yeah. You know uh, uh, the uh, gemstones. Yeah, he's just these he, gemstones. He looks like a. Like the guy, the old man from the Poltergeist movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, Y'all right. gonna die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, you know? he does. Yes, he does look like he does. His his demeanor in those shows is like could kill and not feel bad about it. Like <laughs> yes, could yes. and then like sleep like a baby. But might be fun to go to like an amusement park with. Yeah, yeah. Maybe has some ketamine. Yeah, <laughs> on Just to take on the hand edge off. on hand. <laughs> uh, so Jordan, yes. your horniness. Well, no. So I'm. I listen. I. You you guys know this about me. Okay, I love language. Right, and you're a total uh, horn dog. Well, yeah, I love I love language and getting it wet. <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> I love uh, I love a full robust sentence and a wet and a wet dick. <laughs> so that wet dick being mine. Sure. Uh, so I saw I. I just There's w- two things you love. It's the Bard of Avon mm-hmm. and Dickin' Down. <laughs> and Dick and Dickin' Down. Yeah. And yeah. Get, get, getting balls deep with old Bill Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was looking through. Are I, you saying there's two things you love to get balls deep with? Mm-hmm. William Shakespeare, the original rapper, and right. a box? Hey man, whatever's on hand. I ain't picky. Cool. Is that box wet? <laughs> yeah, I can. I could probably moisten the box myself. Yeah. I could either, uh, you know, supply some ordinary hand lotion. Or, yeah, yeah. Barring that, 
some jam. Sure. <laughs> really let that box have it. What's your preferred? Strawberry? Wait, hey, man. I ain't picky. I think we've established yeah, that. Care, Whatever man. jam's on hand. Do you know full boysenberry? Jam is jam, I'll go, man. I'll go boysen. Yeah. Even though I do consider it an affront to God because it's not a naturally occurring fruit. Yeah, it's right. not a real fruit. Yeah. It was invented at Not Scary Farm. Oh. Uh, and no, I so I was I was I was browsing my my Apple News app. Yeah. Uh, just you know between things. Yeah. You know I was browsing it when you browse your app, and I I I saw a a clickbait headline that was so so beautiful. Like you know how they say that like cellar door is the most like beautiful phrase. Like it has a musicality to it. I don't know. Someone uh, – this came up in Donnie Darko, <laughs> right. which I have not seen in a while. <laughs> so right. Um, but yeah, I guess – so, you know, then this – this and it really like was indicative to me of like a kind of like internet writing that is so is so now. And I just thought it was beautiful and I just wanted to share it with you guys. It's maybe a couple weeks old at this point, but I just want to read it off the phone so I get it perfectly because it I, I just saw it during my scroll and it stick, stuck with me. I'm really excited about yeah. this. You know why, Rob? Yeah. I yeah. love beauty. Mm. I just love anticipation. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Both of those are really good. Yeah. Wait, just don't. Just it's like wait a, a couple seconds. Anticipation, it's like a jam-covered box Ooh. with the perfect hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, like a lingonberry jam, mm. Swedish jam. Yeah. Well, who invented lingonberries, huh? <laughs> yeah. Don Six Flags. <laughs> 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 who, who cares, right? <laughs> okay, go. I'm going to yeah. read this headline. Ah, you know you need unique New York. Sorry. Make sure you're warmed up. Can you, mm, do yeah. you have your full tomber? Okay, there it is. Here okay. it is. Wait. Just want to enjoy this last <laughs> delicious second Bobby of anticipation. <laughs> All right, go. I'm ready. Frankie Munez goes full tilt horny on Maine, asks Lizzo to make him her purse. <laughs> and that, that, that sentence would not have meant anything a year ago, and it will not mean anything in one year. It is so per. Frankie Munez goes full tilt horny on Maine, comma, asks Lizzo to make him her purse. This is a clickbait headline about a tweet that Frankie Munez did on main on the main channel he was not sliding into anyone's DMs yeah he just wrote hey at Lizzo let me be your accessory I can be a purse put a chain around me and I'll hold your stuff for you just saying and then that was presented to us with the beautiful sentence Frankie Munez goes full tilt horny on main comma <laughs> ask Lizzo to make him her purse <laughs> It's just, and I've been like I I have not stopped thinking about that since I read it and I just like I feel like I repeat it to myself <laughs> as kind of a mantra when I need to be soothed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just beautiful. I feel like there's just so much to break down that I'm exhausted yeah. thinking about it. I guess want to take a little like, nap. Starting with Frankie Muniz. <laughs> <laughs> Who is oh, that? Oh God, the, the, the kid, kid that star was of in Malcolm the in, the in the middle. The kid in the middle. I'm thinking if if Frankie Muniz was going full tip. Felt full tilt horny in Maine mm, and sure. asked Lizzo to make him her purse. I think that could be a great second novel idea for our friend Linda Holmes. 
Oh sure, <laughs> I think yeah, I like a story about loves... like a main, like a coastal main cottage. <laughs> yeah, I where had a Lizzo ma- lives. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank Frankie Muniz comes from Malcolm to, in the Middle comes to town, drives to town, drives into town on one of his race Formula cars? One race cars. Is yep, that what he's probably doing? Probably he sounds cars. about I'll right. Buy that that yeah, tracks. That sounds tracks. about right, huh? Yeah, maybe <laughs> it's, would, even if it's not, you kind of believe it. You yeah, know, maybe it's funny trucks. Hard to say. <laughs> sure, <Funny> trucks. <laughs> yes, Frankie Muniz drives around in truckosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> um, he drives one of those little Shriner cars. Oh, he's a uh, yeah. car no, they, the trucks are. He drives the trucks on only on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Hey, right? Yes. <laughs> Nailed. Yeah. God, I could just leave right now. Yeah. yeah. Drop. Just knock over the mic. Good. I feel good about myself. Oh, yeah. My God. You know, take the rest of the day off, Rob. <laughs> I don't know if you have to like shoot or if you have meetings today, but fuck them. Yeah. No, I'm just yeah. gonna just have that. Like, that I'm just going to chew on that over so, and over again. Rob, go home and crank it. You earned it. Crank it. Soak baby, your feet. Postmates baby. a $9 donut. Yeah, Guess. get yourself a nice get yourself a nice double ply box. <laughs> and Soak it down. Juggle, <laughs> juggling and berry. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I personally was not. Going you were full not tilt going horny full tilt horny. Man, I hope to someday go god tier horny on me. <laughs> okay. But again, that's just an aspiration. And I Would don't you know say if that's I'll get kind there. of your grail item? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> right. The grail pieces. Well, I just learned what uh, main was. That's in, that's so that's what they call it. When yeah, you're on and, the and I'm, public feed. And I'm learning. Yeah, and I'm kind of learning this too. I mean, this, I'm not as I'm not as online as I once was. I feel like I'm less online these days. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, uh, this this thing could be. Old news to to the listener. I'm surprised you're less online these days because, in my experience, mm-hmm. when you're when you're going through a tough time in your life or you have some free time on sure. your hands, going online is a great way to feel better about yourself. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm in a transitional period. It's time to feel. It's time to feel mad and headachey before bed. <laughs> That's what I love to do. Make sure I go to bed. Yeah, mad with a little bit of a weird headache. Maybe my hand hurts. <laughs> yeah, love to. Oh, love I like uh, to read some comments. Ooh, love a comment. Maybe just search Twitter, not for people who have added you, but just search your name. You know that always yields yeah. something good. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what people are saying, but not adding you. Ooh, yeah. nice. Insights, nice. insights. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Peek behind the veil. Yeah. Sure. You got to look behind that veil. Um, so, yeah. But, I, yeah. So, I think Maine, you know, going going horny on Maine, you know, is not, you know, you're not adding someone in their menchies. Right. Their mentions. Right. And you're not sliding into their DMs. It's a pretty good idea that you got offline a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a bad place. <laughs> Because you're like talking the lingo. Online is, yeah. I just learned what sliding meant. Oh, yeah. That, that was, uh, so I think that is pretty current. Well, I don't know. I learned it. So it is probably from f- seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. Oh, sliding into God. DMs? I was told just the other day that Instagram, you don't call it, I always call it gramming. Mm, uh-huh. baby. I said to my wife, You gramming, baby? Yeah. You gramming? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing, gramming? She's Ooh, like, hey, Yeah, baby. I'm gramming. Yeah. Ooh, baby. I'm Grammin. You guys Grammin, baby? sound like you're pretty horny on Maine. <laughs> when we talk about Instagram. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Not full tilt. Not full <laughs> tilt. Well, like, Certainly not God tier. No, we're like half tilt. Um, <laughs> but um, we, uh, and then, but then I hear it's insta I think you got to say no, Insta. So, I think you got, ter- you what, think, as a lover of language. I do love language. That you, must yes. kind of 
irk you a little, right? Uh, well, yeah, certainly. No, Grammin does have a, a musicality yeah. to it. Grammin, you know. insta. Yeah. You can't put an ing after insta. Insta ing. Yeah. Are you insta-ing. are you doing insta? No, you're right. It hits the ear wrong. Yeah. yeah. Insta also doesn't recall uh, the Marxist philosopher Gramsci. Sure, sure. Which I think the other way. Yeah. I, I does. would. I usually say what about I'm, Gramsci. Guys, I'm, yeah. I'm Gramscian. Is what I usually say. Yeah. It means I'm being an organic intellectual. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. I, I actually am not on. <laughs> uh, I am not on the gram myself. Yeah. At um, all. I'm not on the gram. No, I've never done it. Um, and yeah, but I, and I kind of get conflicting reports from people as to, and I kind of use, again, you know, what we've been talking about. I'm like, eh, you know, I feel like if I'm online too much, it, you know, kind of fucks with me and I feel bad. So I kind of try mm. and minimize my onlining. Yeah. I mean, once in a while you see a great cl- clickbait headline like Frankie Muniz goes full yeah. tilt horny on Did main you click comma. on that? I did click on and it. And it killed your computer? <laughs> yeah, your computer exactly. just exploded. My com- computer exploded. <laughs> you had to throw it off a bridge. A yeah. little, little <laughs> bit of smoke coming out of it. Oh, and it was shaped like a skull. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the smoke was shaped like a skull. <laughs> and But yeah, and I'm like, and an Insta does seem to, excuse me, Graham, Sorry, the Graham, whatever. Uh, seems to be kind of where everyone is these days. I yeah. think it prefers to be called Gamma. <laughs> gamma, right. Gamma? Because it's not, it's not a grandma it's like, not old yeah, yeah like my not... great grandmother gam gam yeah. yeah sure my gam gam and my tiktok you gam gamming you gam gamming baby <laughs> <laughs> gonna go see gam gam and tiktok for passover i'm not jewish um but yeah but but i get conflicting reports You're not above a nice seder no i love a seder yeah, i but, love a matzah but he does he does always have to mention that he's not jewish <laughs> i mean that was at least germane to what we were discussing but yeah. sometimes it's just like yeah. out of the blue i'm not jewish hey guys by the way i'm not jewish <laughs> yeah. i think they have some lovely yeah. traditions some they're a beautiful people yeah. Yeah. the jews yeah a rich rich history a rich not jewish history yeah not mine <laughs> but i'm not jewish not my history. but i'm not jewish <laughs> um but yeah, I get conflicting reports. Some people say that in the the, the grams are are the kind of the good so you know that that it's that it's photos, it's fun, it's people's kids, it's pets. Like it is the kind of positive one, but I have heard other people say that it is more bummy outy than the other social networks and I was kind of wondering where you guys fell on that. I have. So my only Instagram account mm-hmm. is for my menswear blog mm-hmm. put this on. And well, you also have a fake account that I've started. Yes, <laughs> and that is negative. Sure, yes, but there is a fake Jesse Thorne account. It it has a fair number of followers, and it's, <laughs> it, I've like reported it a bunch of times with no effect. I right. have one too, and I've not yeah. cared. And it's why just, I've not thought about it. I let it happen. The fake Whatever. one is just a photo of you, and then a word bubble coming out that someone added that says, "I love to eat poop." Duh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the put this on account because it's for the menswear blog and the store. Mm-hmm. Put this on shop. It is menswear centric, mm-hmm. and I we follow. I'm not the only one who. To put pictures into mm-hmm. it. So we follow menswear shit. Mm-hmm. And I will say following menswear shit, I think, is something like the way that, uh, like, moms I know who aren't just following other people for pictures of their children who they know mm-hmm. uh, are using it with the influencers. And the, and the influencer world of Instagram is Horrible. Hmm. It is the worst. Like on menswear, it's these, first of all, there's way too many cigars. 
Where are all these guys getting all these cigars? That seems to go just for some reason be associated with menswear. And you're like, all of a sudden you're watching a web series produced by the National Review. You know what (laughs) I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, can I just wear a nice jacket without yeah, exactly getting, without without like, cigar smoke uh, like in my... holding single malt scotch up to the yeah, light? Huh? That seems like is has the trend come back around to people who are like photograph me like I was Sylvester Stallone at a Planet Hollywood opening in nineteen ninety four. That is exact. Like these are people. <laughs> so there's a few different threads of menswear Instagram type dudes. But, like, a significant one, what you're worried about is what you want to be following is fancy lads and pretty boys. Okay? You want these nice little, even these nice little jacket guys that are, that are like, ooh, look at my little outfit. Like, that's what you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what you want. But it's Look really... at my little outfit. I eat poop, duh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the really hard thing is that as soon as you lock in on somebody – you're you're instantly trying to figure out whether this person also eats the poor. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Like that is the that is the right. you're like from the picture, the guy that buys a cute little jacket at the at the Salvation Army and and dolls it up all nice may look the same as the, the guy who's you know Who knows the difference between a yacht and a super yacht. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like you just can't tell then if these you're you're looking for a little soul. You, you're you're yeah, looking sure. for a human being. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. Yeah, it's hard, and it's dangerous waters. But it's that aspirational. As soon as people are intentionally trying to create an aspirational lifestyle, which many of these people mm-hmm. on Instagram are, that's when it gets really dicey uh, for feeling good. Yeah. yeah, for feeling good, meaning just like uh, it's an empty. Yeah, if, well, you if, feel bad about seeing it. Yeah. You also feel bad that you're not rich enough to do whatever the thing is that huh. rich people do. You don't have a super yacht. much. You don't even have a regular yacht. Hell, Jordan, confession's good for the soul. I'm gonna, just going to say this mm-hmm. right here. I don't even have a dinghy. Man. Jeez. Yeah, I've never been on a party boat before. Yeah. I'd love to go. Wow. Have you ever been on a party boat, Rob? I don't, I don't think I have been on a party boat. Look at us. A booze wow. cruise, you mean? Like a, a booze cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly that's the kind of thing. No. no, really. I haven't. Have you ever had like a drink on a ferry? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. I've gone to this sure. I've gone it's a long yeah. ferry ride. Sure, yeah. You're gonna want to have a little nip. It's afternoon. Have a, yeah. <laughs> I've gone you're I've gone wanna... ham at the snack bar on a ferry before. That's about as close as I've gotten to a party boat. You've gotten ham or you've gone you've ham. Just ham. <laughs> Ham. Like a nice country a spiral slice cut country of ham. ham. Yeah, okay. they got a nice like a like a but you brown did, sugar glaze. But then you went then you went ham <laughs> yeah. on the ham. Yeah, sure. There was a honey of ham. Yeah. Like I'm talking about. Well, I don't drink, Jordan. So if on the if you were most people going ham on a mm-hmm. on a ferry, they're knocking back three mixed drinks in little plastic cups. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about because they'll pour you a mixed drink on a ferry. They don't give a shit. No, yeah, and then you have a usually have a pretty heavy pour. Yeah, international waters. Right. But I'm since I don't drink, there's a limited number of ways to go ham. So mostly I'm talking about buying a savory and a sweet snack mm. plus a caffeinated beverage. So like a Coke, uh, Nutter Butters, and a Doritos. 
you should just all at once drink and be healthier. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd feel better. Uh, Rob, what do you what do you do when you gram? What do you like to follow? I do, what, do I you, gram. what do you feel? Do you feel like it's 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 good for your brain, bad for your brain? I don't have a feeling about it one way or the other. I don't think there's value in it uh-huh. uh, to the degree that a lot of people do. Uh, you know, it's decimated. Social media in general has decimated like publicity departments and studios because they're just like, well, this let's just say it works and it's free and actors can do it. Right. Yeah. And so we'll let that ha- we'll let them do it. And I went through a period where I wouldn't do it. I refused to do it because I tested it once and it didn't work. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think I actually talked about that on the show. But then now I'm now I'm thinking, well, there may have been a tie. It might have been a change where where there is some sort of like billboard value to whatever promotion on it. But so that aside, I finally gotten over my um, aversion to that. Well, like you saying, had... hey, I'm on a show on Thursday nights. I saw you post a picture of you with a real unicorn. I think that made a big difference. Well, <laughs> God, long story behind that unicorn. Yeah. Unicorns are monsters. Oh, really? <laughs> they're not happy, magical fairy they're, they're, creatures. They're, sure, they're the influencers of the mythical creature yeah. world. And I you only surprised... know that if you get close enough to take a picture with them. Right. I was surprised to hear... Um, and I heard this just I didn't hear I obviously didn't see this in your in your post but I heard it kind of from the blowback around mm-hmm. your post that they're susceptible to human disease. Yeah, but my position has and always will be right. Who You're cares? living with legionnaires. We need to rid the earth of these monsters. <laughs> oh wow. And they are dare we will suffer no ecological blowback. Right. Like the mosquitoes, right. mosquitoes and unicorns. Get rid of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sharks, I get. Yeah. Bears, I understand. Imagine what, imagine how amazing the world that we live in now could be if we replaced every single one of those horny horses Mm -hmm. with a Goggins. Right. If you could, as you do on your show, The Unicorn, where Goggins plays a unicorn despite not having been born a unicorn himself. Mm If you could replace all those corns across yeah. the nation with their with one little goggins, just one little goggins in each place, yeah. uh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that would be spectacular. Like just white, to round up all the unicorns, yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> somehow replace them. Grab uh, the with a goggins. Grab the ukes. Yeah, put a gog in there, and see what happens. Have him. I know. Open his eyes wide. Yeah. It'll be striking. And I know we're talking about (laughs) seeing, you know, I know we're talking about the extinction of a mythical creature. Yes. Right. One of my personal platform is we must protect the Kraken at all costs. (laughs) I'm not talking about the Kraken at all costs. Misunderstood. Kraken's misunderstood. You're right. That's why everybody, (laughs) see, I. I'm really all right, I'm on my soapbox. Okay, yeah, get a, okay, let's do <laughs> it. Right, sure, yeah. Kraken misunderstood. Thank be, because, because of Kraken. what? Clash of the Titans. Thank right. you. Yes. Um, Clash of the Titans. Yes. Representation the matters. Yeah. When yeah. it comes to Kraken. Hey, I mean, if you're out there and you're listening, let your representative know. Get at Kamala Harris and let her know. Protect the Kraken at all protect costs. The yes. If you're listening, hashtag protect mm-hmm. the Kraken at all costs. Yeah. We need to get the word out. I appreciate, by the way, that Buttigieg has the courage to speak out on this. And I don't know whether it's because he's a millennial. He didn't grow up right. watching sure. uh, watching Clash of the Titans yeah. on uh, UHF television on Saturday afternoons. I thought – now, 
I'm pro Kraken. Yeah, pro-crack, sure. But I think he kind of jumped Whoa, the gun a little did I bit. I hear a butt. Mm. No, just that it's something. For a lot of America, we right. have to remember mm-hmm. yeah. you have to ease into the Kraken. Right. <laughs> so the whole subject. Right. You know, it's, right. it's, it's a, a hornet's nest. It's a kind of a dry box. So <laughs> yeah. sure, you have to ease talk about health care. Right. Yeah. Talk about your plan. You know, foreign right. policy. Don't lead with right. the Kraken. But a leader has to lead. A leader uh, has to lead. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is this is you know the debate that's going on in this country. Yeah. Do you take a more centrist you know view of the Kraken? This is right. something we can talk about, well, like later. we have been doing for hundreds and hundreds of years. Okay, George, well, is that what you're, that's your, the, your plan. Well, yeah. When are we? Yeah. When are we going to get to it? No, it's yeah. a good point. At um, some point, Kraken advocates have to be willing to speak up. Yeah, well, I like, know I we learned can't from— just, We right. can't just soft-pedal with compromised positions because what's going to happen is our opponents are simply going to say, we offer a sea serpent, they're going to, they're yeah. going to co-opt that immediately. Well, oh, God, yes. You it's know, so I mean, I learned, And I learned from Michael Moore recently yeah. that huh. if you survey Americans about what they actually think, yeah. they want universal health care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they want uh, marriage rights for everybody. Right. And they want to protect not only the Kraken, but the Chimera as yeah. well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Phoenix gets no mention whatsoever. No, that's true. Uh, and maybe it's just not time. But, you it know, right. I yes. think I think the Phoenix is getting ready for a comeback. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, see, laughs> he's going to rise <laughs> from ah. something. Uh, hard to say what it is. Obscurity. The Phoenix will rise from obscurity <laughs> to become part of the national conversation. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. You know, every Jordan Jesse Go is brought to you by all of the members of Maximum Fun who go to maximumfun.org slash donate to become members. Kick a few bucks to the Max Fun Network. We love them. Share it among the shows they listen to, just like this one, Jordan Jesse Go. But you know, we also have another supporter this week. That's true. A loyal supporter. We're talking about the folks. At Zip Recruiter. Z to the R. Zap, zap. Uh, Croot, croot. <laughs> I think we've made up a song for them at some point. But yeah. you know what? It was probably bad. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? To hiring, it's a slow process. Here's a, here's a little story the folks at Zip Recruiter wanted us to share. This is a real story. This, this is, is a real story. story. They didn't make this up. We've confirmed this. Yeah. Cafe Ultura's COO, Dylan Miskowitz, needed to hire a director of coffee. Sounds like a pretty fun job. Yeah. Unless, you know. Well, unless the coffee won't take direction. (laughs) That's true. Uh, So, which, uh, you know, is a lot like working with Tom Hardy. Yeah. (laughs) Hardy does what he wants. He's going to do what he's going to do. So does coffee. He's got a process. He's got a, and sometimes it's great. (laughs) Yeah, with coffee, the process is called brewing. Right. Yeah, or percolating. With Tom Hardy, it's mumble yelling. Yeah. Uh, so here's what Dylan well, and mask wearing and mask wearing. Yeah. Uh, so here's what Dylan Miskowitz did. He went to ZipRecruiter. He posted his job and found the best person for the role in just a few days. ZipRecruiter has technology that finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. Jordan, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address. Don't just go to their address. Go to this one. Yeah. 
It lets them know that Jordan Jesse Go sent you. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. Try it for free. It's the smartest way to hire. We also have something up on the Jumbotron, a message for King George. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, we did a few for Queen Victoria recently. <laughs> but it's about time King George got in on the act. The message is from Sam, and here's the message. Welcome to this world. Your parents are amazing. You're today's best momentous occasion. Wait, for a baby. This is for a fucking baby? <laughs> I don't think this baby should be listening to Jordan Jesse Go. I disagree. Babies should listen. Play play the podcast for babies and they'll learn to talk faster. You're supposed to play a phonograph for babies at night. And and Jordan we Jesse learned Go that in the Democratic debate. And then Jordan Jesse Go yeah. during the day. That's fair. JJ Go in the day, phonograph at night. Your kid's gonna be Gabbing by four months. This really is the best Jumbotron that we've gotten in quite some time. Absolutely. MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron if, if you want to put up your own Jumbotron on this program or, or and any of several other Maximum Fun programs. Sure. It's... We love to say the Jumbotron. I love you, KG. <laughs> show me that, show me that hey, little navel. King George. <laughs> Hopefully... You'll eat solid foods at some point. Yeah. Hope you're, hope you're pooping brown. Poop that brown. First they don't. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, they poop other colors. Yeah. Babies. Yeah. Well, MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Oh, hey, Jordan. Yes. 30% off sale in the Put This On Shop. All right. JJGo30 at PutThisOnShop.com. All this week and only <laughs> this week. Jordan Jesse Go listeners only get that special discount making some room for the holiday Christmas stuff that's about to come in. So much great shit. A set of fucking Mexican presidential candidate pencils. Who doesn't need that? Everyone needs it. A giant wicker hat. Sure. Yes, that's all equally useful. I got that. Got some tiny hats, too. All all kinds of hats, it sounds Medium-sized like. hats. Like all kinds of hats. All kinds of, you know, fucking cufflinks and shit. Anyway, put this on shop.com and use the code JJGO30 for 30% off anything in the entire fucking store. Why? Because I love you. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Love, It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, patron of the arts. Jordan Morse, not a Jew. Rob Cordry, everyone's exotic pet. God bless you. Everyone's. God bless you. If you're listening. you want it or not. (laughs) You all have a ferret. (laughs) I went to the theater, Jordan. Oh. Yeah. I went to the Pasadena Playhouse. No, I went to the Pasadena Playhouse recently, too. What would you... I did not go, and I did not care for it. Okay. Mm. (laughs) Before you went to I will not go to the Pasadena Playhouse. What's amazing about the Pasadena Playhouse, or was amazing Mm. to me, and it might just be a function of being in Los Angeles... Uh, is that when you hear Pasadena Playhouse, the Pasadena Playhouse has existed for a hundred years, but you think that you're going to go see a local production of A Christmas Carol, basically. like (laughs) That's what you're anticipating from the... And I went to this, I went to see Little Shop of Horrors there. Oh, nice. And, uh, like, I, I was like, I had mentioned it to my daughter, 
and played her some songs from Little Shop of Horrors. So like, maybe this is something we could share together going to this. She's kind soundtrack. of interested in she's interested in musical theater right now and like songs from movies and stuff like that. So Reinterpretations like, of Roger Corman movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's an interest of hers. Yeah. Um, and what could they do with Bucket of Blood? Yeah. Uh, so she <clears throat> she got really into it, and then I went and looked at how much it cost to go mm-hmm. to it. Three figures. Wow. <laughs> yeah. To see a little shot. Like a, like a hundred bucks or something <laughs> to sit in the balcony. And I was like, fuck, I think I've wow. backed myself into a corner where I have to do this now because I like introduced, I should have looked at the price tag right. before I, and I was like, fuck, I'm going to be paying a hundred dollars and huh. I'm going to see a fucking, uh, you know, I'm going to see a, a local production of A Christmas Carol, but it's, it's Little Shop of Pars. Then I looked at the website. I'm like, oh, wait, this guy originated, like the, the guy who played Seymour originated the fucking uh, uh, Book of Mormon or something. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is great. Oh, wow. Every yeah. single maybe person you guy, in it. Maybe you got the guy who played uh, Jay Peterman from Seinfeld playing the dentist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it was, uh, it was like serious heavy-duty prose, mm-hmm. uh, no uh, sad bullshit casting. Uh, everybody singing their fucking ass off. Incredible singing. Like, better than the Broadway mm-hmm. soundtrack singing. <clears throat> and I went to the fucking theater. But the problem with it is, now that I'm a patron of the arts, mm-hmm. I was like, that was such a good experience. I feel like I should go back to the theater. But and now we're talking another two, three, two four hundred sure. bills. Had to spend two hundred dollars <laughs> to go once. Yeah. And also, a s- <clears throat> snacks are five dollars, by the way. Mm-hmm. Can of Coke is $5. And you had to get a T-shirt. Yeah, you got to get, get a t-shirt. concert tee. Yeah, sure. Now I'm scared that I'm a, pro- I'm a patron of the arts. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, I don't know how you feel about going to see live theater, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I, at the Pasadena Playhouse, I saw a very nice uh, non-musical play. I think it was called Good Boys. Uh, mm-hmm. Same name as the uh, yeah, junior high romp comedy that came out recently. This was a very uh, intense uh uh, drama play based on a real instance of assault. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, oh. Uh, but, uh, also produced by Seth Rogen. Sure. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. You know the guy does. Yeah. The guy can do it it's all. Out I gotta start smoking can, weed. Yeah. You gotta. He's smoke. so busy. Then you yeah. can get versatile. You know. Yeah. You can really expand your mind, expand your horizons. Yeah. Maybe I don't just do stoner comedies. Maybe yeah. I also do. He does ceramics. <laughs> oh yeah. He makes a lot he, of ashtrays. He really does. He makes a he lot really of does. ashtrays. Anyway. Um, yeah, check out the Seth Rogen's Instagram. A lot of ashtrays on there. Somebody yes, it's showed me true. that recently. It's true. A lot of fun. Um, anyway, I liked it. Uh, got a nice, uh, inexpensive Sunday matinee ticket. Brought in my own banana. Oh, wow. I brought, I ate a, I ate a banana. You fucking asshole. Yeah, that's right. You fucking. Jordy M <sighs> brings his own nanner. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fear that I have, like, deep seated in my chest, mm-hmm. it comes from, because I went to arts high school, we were always the first to get tickets to things. Mm-hmm. So I went to a lot of live theater when I was a teen. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing better than a great theatrical production. But for me personally, absolutely nothing worse than an anything less than great theatrical. Like the 
shame and mm-hmm. discomfort I feel at watching even a B plus theater performance. Ang- anger. Just yeah. confusion, distress, <laughs> worry. And it's not like at – I'm not angry Jesse, at the people. Jesse. I'm angry at the situation that we've oh, all I'll been placed in. i angry at the people. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> be better. I'm not ashamed of that. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like your blood sugar's just low. Bring in your own nanner. should have brought in you a nanner. You should have brought in a bunch of nanners. should have brought in They don't a care. They don't give nanner. a fuck if you bring your own nanner. I guess they don't, right? I mean, it's just a nanner. It's just a nanner, man. Nanner. We don't sell nanners here. We Maybe he's on nanners. a special diet. Yeah, he needs a nanner. He's on a monkey diet. Hey, I don't guys. Know. Hey, guys, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm bringing this nanner in. <laughs> I got it. I'm going uh, to flip the I'm fuck on a, out. I'm on a nanner diet. I'm I got to. You know, you've heard about that. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mario, Mario. Mario Lopez Intermit- is on it. Intermittent nannering. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I went ahead. I went ahead and got a Sunday matinee ticket. I got it right here. Um, if you see a nanner, I'm just on a monkey diet. It's not anything. It's not a big it's deal. It's not something we have to get into a pickle over. Yeah. Just go ahead and let me in and admit the nanner as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, nanner does, does not. I've checked your FAQ. A nanner does not require an individual ticket. Yeah. I can guarantee you. This does not make a sound when I unwrap it. This is a, <laughs> this is a this is going to be a lap nanner. So I only, <laughs> I only got one ticket. <laughs> if someone were to slip and it's fall on this hill, it'd be a humorous situation. Wait, in this world, you're worried that they're going to make you buy a seat for the nanner, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. right? A, na- a nanner seat. Yeah. Right. Hell, I hell, I just went ahead and, and got myself a Sunday afternoon matinee ticket. It was it was a bargain, and I'm looking forward to an afternoon of entertainment. But the truth is. I only bought the one ticket, and I'm going to have to bring in this nanner. <laughs> it's 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 a dietary issue. I have a note from my I've got a note from my doctor, and this nanner's going to this nanner's going to stay with me. <laughs> this nanner, yeah. hell, the nanner's not going anywhere. Wait, no. why are we doing the Sam Elliott voice? <laughs> yeah. There's an That's open a, quick question. If there was, I don't know. It sounds. Well, I can tell you why. Why it sounds better when you say nanner. It does sound better when you say nanner. <laughs> can I ask you boys? A, can I ask you boys a question real quick? When teach you go, Patrick Swayze when how to you be go, a bouncer. <laughs> when you go to the theater, yeah. A quick question: If there's an open seat, you can put your nanner there, can't you? <laughs> Ain't nobody. Well, can't sure. you go ahead and put that nanner right there? Yeah, absolutely, you can. That's your. That's your right. Okay. Thank you very much. Goddamn right. They yeah. in the fucking Constitution. This yeah. is America. Forefathers died. So you'll you get can my put that nanner wherever you want. You'll get my nanner when you pry it from a cold dead seat. <laughs> and but hey, careful. Yeah. Careful. Yeah. Because you're taking a risk. Right. That the lights are going to go down. Right. Someone's going to be late and come and sit on your nanner. Oh, <laughs> and darn I don't know if you've <laughs> ever tried to eat a sat on nanner. <laughs> I know about sat nans. Yeah, no good. <laughs> no <laughs> good. Uh, no good. When something momentous happens to you, like you're admitted to the theater with your nanner, they don't ask <laughs> mm-hmm. you for an extra ticket. Because it's a lap nanner. It's under two years old. <laughs> yeah. uh, you get a little vest vest for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I only eat an emotional support. Only, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mine are all at least 10, 10 years old. <laughs> like a so, fine scotch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is an emotional support nanner. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I, a, I got a little vest for it. I got a letter from my cousin. He's a podiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> Says I can bring this nanner wherever I please. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I forgot my nanner. Oh. Uh, jeez. Is that Elvis getting ready for a yeah. concert? Oh. Oh, God damn. Oh, God damn. Oh, forgot oh, my nanner. Oh. Colonel. <laughs> Colonel. I got get... bad news. I can't go on. Oh. Forgot my nanner. Oh. <laughs> 
Well, somebody, I got peanut somebody, butter, Elvis. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> oh, somebody get the half the equation. <laughs> somebody get the Jordanaires in here. Maybe they got some Nanners. <laughs> okay, when something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN. For our segment, Momentous Occasions, you can also email us a voice memo at jjgo at org. What are we looking at these days, Brian? About 50-50? Do people do more phone messages or more voice memos? What what are the kids uh, doing? Where's this states? sitting at? We had uh, for a while. It was it. People were emailing in. They've done less of that lately. Get it together, people! It's got nice fidelity. Yeah. Speak past the microphone, mm, not into the microphone. Yeah, sure, right. Past mm, the microphone. Yeah. Oh. You don't want to. You don't want to pop your plosives. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Yeah, you just taught call. me how yeah. to how to speak, speak in a microphone. Yeah. Let's. Wow. Let's take our next call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. Um, this is Emily in Pasadena, and I just helped a hummingbird escape my kitchen. I was watching it struggle and trying to get it out with a broom, and then I remembered that Jesse mentioned on one of his episodes that his wife had this great strategy for getting him out, so I found a big cup, like a keg cup. I cut the little bird in it, and then I held it with my hand to take it outside and it just sat there in my palm for like 30 seconds trying to catch its little breath and then it flew away. That's all. Thank you. Fucking rules. First of all, very condescending to describe its breath as little, little breath. Me, me, me. Yeah, maybe this hummingbird had BBE, big for, breath energy. Yeah, sure. It's a big mm, hummingbird me, for me. its, you know, you know maybe... Other hummingbirds would say he's got big breath. Anyway, yeah. that just struck me. As and it like could be—I really mean—and it's, it's not just about how big the breath is; it has to be how wide it is too. Mm. That make, makes a difference. And <laughs> yeah, the, the girth, of tall the breath, breath, girth tall of breath, tall breath. And is the yeah. bird good at cunnilingus? Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine if if you're going to pick any bird to be good at cunnilingus, mm-hmm. I'm going to go hummingbird because mm. yeah. they're always sip sip sipping. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh boy, have you ever performed cunnilingus before? Yeah, you, you stick your beak in, and, uh, okay. you, and you get to yep. sipping. And you just get to sipping? Yeah. <laughs> the way you say it makes it sound really sexy. <laughs> I feel like I've been sexy. doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah you, you got to sip. Your, wow. Get your beak in there, and you start sip, sip, sipping, Bobby C. <laughs> mm-hmm. Baby, baby, what are you doing right now? Grandma? Grandma? I got to get to sipping. You want to do cunnilingus? <laughs> <laughs> you might be getting there. <laughs> it's not like a finch. Those are for cracking nuts. Those uh, beaks. Yeah, sure. You wouldn't want that that beak near that sensitive area. No, you don't want to. You don't want to treat. You don't want to treat the most beautiful part of a person's body like, like it was so many seeds and nuts. There's no beakless birds. This is the dead end question. Dead, yeah. Right. Yes. That's yeah. true. It's the dead end. There's nowhere to go. Maybe there's a bird with a with a plush De- beak. It's a fucking dead end, man. Is there a bird with a plush beak? Oh. You know what? What I... about Big Bird? That's now true. we're talking. Now, yeah, yeah, you know that dude yeah. loves the munchbox. Oh <laughs> shit. Um num num. <laughs> sure. I it. So fucking hard right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Snuffleupagus loves to eat ass, right? <laughs> He's a millennial. He loves this, that millennial <laughs> Snuffleupagus. He only became butt. real in like 1983, so he's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It makes him it a works. millennial. It yeah. works. Um, you know what I always think is funny? Hmm. Bird in the mall. When there's a bird who gets caught in the mall, yeah. I always have a nice laugh. It's fun. It looks like he's at the mall just doing mall shit. It's I, funny, funny. Funnier than bird in an airport? 
Uh, I also like Bird at the Airport yeah. a lot uh, because it looks like they're going on a little vacation. Yeah. Uh, but I think Bird at the Mall is slightly <laughs> yeah. funnier. But this I is always a... thought they were returning. Isn't that weird? <laughs> right. Yeah. They're like, oh, boy, I had a long business trip. <laughs> Got to go home yeah. and, uh, uh, and yeah. perform Cunnilingus on the wife. I'm love, love, to, love to stack up those Radisson points. <laughs> yeah, sure. Ah, what the hell? I've been I've been good. I'll have a Cinnabon. <laughs> yeah. But it is fun uh, either way. Yeah, uh, bird in building. Bird in building. Not bird in. Oh shit! I gotta kitchen, get my kids though. a present. You guys have any worms? <laughs> That's what they bring their kids. Small back. worms. <laughs> <laughs> shitty gift shop. It's just like yeah. L.A. Clippers oh. on, the, on the worms. Yeah. These yeah. aren't real worms. I'll get them a copy of this James Patterson novel and then regurgitate some of my chilies too into their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, sort of bird does at the airport. Yeah, but yeah, and then I'm glad. But yeah, I think bird at the house is a little more of a bummer because it's. I mean, it probably needs your help to get out. Right. Scary. It's uh, scary. Scary because you're like this. This is probably going to die. It's you my responsibility. A, yeah, yeah. You throw it's a, a towel on it. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Throw a towel on it. Oh, I don't know. Wrap yeah, it up. In I've the never towel had a bird in the house. Go. No, I had, I had a, a bat. Little... I had a bat in my cabin once. You had a cabin bat. A cabin. How'd bat. you deal with that? Oh, it's a bad. My um, my we I borrowed my my parents w- w- would camp with us sometimes. This was uh, in Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. right? And they had a lot of the ad- adults would come, and um, so I was with the older kids, right? The cool kids, yeah. In Boy Scouts, we were down at the Ben Dan Lou cabin, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Camp yeah. Child, Plymouth, Mass. You. I don't have to tell you guys what what. No, you I don't. Have to don't describe baby. It to you. You no, you picture. don't. We all know Ben Dan Lou, <laughs> and um. There was a bat in there. I just happened to have brought down my mother's broom mm-hmm. to the cabin just to do a little sweeping. Sure, just because it was because uh, you were a chill kid. <laughs> I was. I was. I like my 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 environment to be organized. That way, right. I feel like my brain is organized. Right. Um, so I'm. I finished sweeping that night. There was a, the bat in there, and Mario. Ranieri. Oh boy! This, this is going to be. A, is this yeah. going to be another classic Ranieri? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. This is a classic. This is the classic Ranieri story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mario Ranieri mm-hmm. takes the broom and kills the bat with it. <gasps> oh, now shit. I mean, kills that like smashes Mario the bat. bat smash. Bat that's smash. something. I, that's not what I would expect from Mario. I'd expect that from Wario. <laughs> but when sure, it's happening, yes. when it's happening, you're like, yeah, this is Mario. <laughs> Maybe yeah. this the, is the real Mario. Wow, the real Mario comes out. So yeah. we said things like, "Boy, you really got him, Mario," or "Hey, thanks, Mario," and uh, "And boy, you really smashed that bat, <laughs> Mario," and other things like that. Yeah, right. But that's when my mother started to hate Mario Ranieri because mm-hmm. she, she broke loved- his her broom. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and it didn't take a lot with my On mother. To bat? be fair to Mario, you know, I don't know. Maybe the broom needed replacing. Is that it what was you're an old. It broom. was an older broom, but it was a family broom. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was uh, the sure. family broom, right? So, it came over on the Mayflower. I'm not going to say I wasn't a little bummed out. Uh-huh. Right. I get that. I mean, you wanted to give the broom to your kids someday, yeah, so and that now, they could smash bats. Now I can't even picture. I can't even picture the broom. I don't yeah. even have a picture in my yeah, head. Remember, that's, that's remember. I don't blame Mario. Sometimes. No. I blame the bat community, and <laughs> wow. while we're at it, I would like them all eradicated. Okay. To be clear, especially I, vampire bats. Yeah, I I blame Wario. Sure, you what blame Wario? Wario? Yeah, Mario's evil brother. Because <laughs> maybe that was <laughs> he was influencing Mario. Yeah, he, I think he, he really all Mario uh, really wants to do is plumb. I don't. I, think, I like Mario. So I, I I like that. I would like to believe in that uh, that theory. Which is a moment of weakness. Where I don't think Wario's his brother. 
Really? No. I think so he's it's just, just a coincidence I think he's that another similar name. It's just a like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, brothers don't have similar first names. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, sometimes they sometimes do. Sometimes they have what the about exact all same of, like, name. I figured it was like a George Foreman situation. Oh, sure. Where, where they were naming, the, where they had a bunch of kids and they ran out of name ideas, so they just gave them similar but slightly different names. You know, it's like funny. George, that... Georgina, Georgette. Mm. His two sisters were uh, Shario and, and Lario. <laughs> yeah. So I think you've. Yeah, that's probably and it. His it's dad probably was a brother. George Foreman. Um, and it's, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. George Foreman had a lot of families. Everybody yeah. knows that. I don't know if we this know. This is a white Italian family <laughs> in uh, Weymouth, Massachusetts. Right. Yeah. I don't know if we know from Mario Lore who his parents are. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, Mario Sr. Oh right, yes, sure. I would like to see. I would like to see that and George his wife, Foreman, Luigi Senior, is excellent. Exactly right. George Foreman was such a committed playboy, like so committed to his playboy, his playboy, you know, millionaire athlete lifestyle, uh-huh. that he had adopted secret families, like secret Aww. families where the children weren't his biologically. That's nice. It was just he felt like they needed uh, a man in their lives to. Enter and disappear at almost random intervals, and uh, you know, and really <laughs> fuck up their mom's heads. Yeah, you know, well, that's pretty. You know, you never think about that. So he's sort of almost rescuing these families, mm-hmm. these George Foreman-less families. Yeah, um, yeah. You never know that what? you're lacking a George Foreman. That's true. Yeah. Uh, until, until you want to get the fat off of a. <laughs> Chicken fight. Right, oh, yeah. She about cooking oh. outdoors. Oh, amen, brother. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, George. Brian, we have another call in there? Uh, hello, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Um, this is Rob from New Hampshire, and I'm calling in with two small momentous occasions and one pretty big moment of shame. Um, I was, recently went to Planned Parenthood, to get tested for herpes. And uh, momentous occasion one, I don't have herpes. But uh, while I was there... Can you uh, pause it for a second? The one word you never want to hear at the Planned Parenthood is that... that, But... (laughs) (laughs) Well, good news and bad news. (laughs) You really want all... You want a full set of good (laughs) news... When you're at the Planned yeah. Parenthood. Also, if you think you have herpes, you have herpes. You got it. Yeah. Man, there's, you anyway. know. Yeah. Seems like you probably do. Uh, Brian, you want to continue? My blood pressure, and it was so high that they sent me to the emergency room, which that is the pretty big moment of shame. Uh, Not the herpes. But um, I'm on medication, and I am fine now. But uh, the other momentous occasion is they took my weight and I was 50 pounds lighter than I thought I was. So that's good. Uh, First of all, yes, I just want to say wide error bar on the (laughs) self-reporting the weight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Uh, Probably get in touch with your body, though. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, get in touch with what's going on. If you have dangerously high blood pressure... Uh, and you're not sure what you weigh within 50 pounds, that's a good time to just do a self-assessment. Yeah. You know, yeah. Do, like, you know, get in the shower, 
Check your breasts check, for check lumps. Your breasts every because you are you live a high risk lifestyle. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it sounds on you know uh, a lot of stuff is going right here. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, again, being lighter than you thought you were, that's a good that's, that's great, good news. And right? also, I think we can infer that this person sexually active. Yes, yeah. I think the, I think we all aspire to that. I think the problem is mm-hmm. uh, this guy was what was it? Big deal, horny. <laughs> Full tilt horny. Yeah. This guy went into full tilt this horny. guy was going full tilt horny at Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he had to deal with that situation and the consequences of that situation, including elevated blood pressure. Right, and this all happened on Maine. Yeah, on Maine. On the Maine. Mm-hmm. Uh, blood pressure is a, a sticky subject for me. I'm convinced I have normal blood pressure. I have a <laughs> home monitor. Uh-huh. Really? Mm-hmm. So I. Uh, what does that apparatus look like? Well, it's like a little it's box a single with a probe coming out of it. Okay, uh, about it's eight like, inches. Yeah, it looks like mm-hmm. it looks like uh, what is? Yeah, these things like uh, these back massagers. Oh, uh, sure, yeah, the big yeah. Knob on the end mm-hmm. of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I what you do? Is, this is going to sound crazy. Okay. Right. But you know that that space, uh, right uh, between well, your asshole. Yes. Right. Yes. Sure. You know yeah. that? Yeah. I do. Um, I know it well. Unlike our caller, I'm very yeah. in touch with my Apparently, body. Apparently, I get a really accurate reading <laughs> if I go to town oh. on my butthole. No, yeah. I mean that's. Um, I mean that's that's, and I think we encourage everybody out yeah. there to you know just go to town on your butthole. Have you? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We do now. We do okay. now. Okay. We okay. Do good, now. good. 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 Yeah. yeah. You. I don't remember that in the past. As of as of now. Okay. That's our new policy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're right sort of. We recently acquired the license to our bodies ourselves for podcast. Mm. Oh wow! So one That's of the principles of that there's the two main things are put a mirror under your junk, and the second thing is go to town on your butthole. Yeah, and of wow. course protect the kraken at all costs. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've had an option on the joy of sex for the longest time. I was yeah. going to let it. Uh, no, gonna you got to do something with that. It's IP, yeah. man. I mean, Valuable I was going to do a whole. I was going to write um, a movie called Sauces and Pickles. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Based on chapter, the the best chapter of Joy of Sex. What would you say is the most, do you think there is a box who does Boffo box office that you could cast in the lead of this film? Because I think if you get the right box and the right jam, Mm -hmm. this thing could be a hit. Yeah. I mean, we're not at that stage. You're going to need you know? a box yeah, office. Yeah, you're still box, like, you got so, to get the story down. Story no, first. Story's everything. Yeah, story's story, everything. Story, story, story. Don't story. Yes. Rob, can story. I ask you a question? Go ahead. Would you say that at the end of the day, we're all storytellers? Mm. I'd say all throughout the day. Well, yeah. yeah, that's uh, all we do. Beginning of the day. Well, like, except can the, like, I say, late afternoon, we're not storytellers. I need my coffee first, that's okay? Yeah, that's and then I'll start telling stories. And then I'll start telling stories. You just said a mouthful. For sure. Mouthful of coffee. It's hot brown, am I right? It's spice season. Yeah. Yeah. Have you thought about, so you, we have, if we in this scenario have the license to our bodies ourselves, and you have the license to joy of sex. I know where you're going, and the answer is yes. Yes. 70s educational book shared universe. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. We'll do separate movies. They'll meet. Yeah. In a meet. Yes, exactly. Brian, has your option on free to be you and me last year? Oh, nice. Sounds like we got a got suicide it. squad oh going. <laughs> I mean, this could be very this big. This could be a yeah. suicide squad. This could be squad. very big. I think Hodgman has book of lists, this, so oh, we're good to go. This is great. Oh, that son of a bitch. We That's who got it. We are good to go. G to G. Suicide nice. squad. Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, okay. Yeah, if something momentous happens to you, uh, email it to us at jjgoatmaximumfun.org. Just open up that voice memo. You know, folks got that voice memo app. Neither of them are using the voice memo. No, no those no. people calling on, on their phone. But you know what? There's a voice memo app right there on your phone. You know it, of course, because that's where you record uh, your song ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you record your musings during the day. That one. Yeah. You say, you know, chapter four. Yeah. The Reckoning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so think of it and do that same process you would do to say chapter yeah. four, The Reckoning, uh, which, by the way, is that's that's one of the middle acts of the screenplay I'm working on, The Suicide the Squad. Reckoning. What, what yeah. act four or five? There's a reckoning, yeah. Ooh, love that. <laughs> love that. Yeah, you got to have t- a tight eight act structure. Yeah. That's, I've taken some screenwriting courses. Yeah, you're sure. talking to, listen, yeah. Yeah. Okay. the old tight, tight, we all know, know about the tight eight. I know my way around a, tight eight. a structure. Chapter yeah. five is The Reckoning. Mm-hmm. No matter what this story is, we could be talking about chapter five. Like you have chapters within the act. <laughs> yes, 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 of course. Well, yeah. the, it's act ju- four, chapter is three. divided up into five chapters. The mm-hmm. acts don't map exactly onto the chapters. Is no, why no, I said chapter exactly. five is exactly. So it's not that each each act has multiple chapters within it. So it's not like Act 4, Chapter 5. It's Chapter 5 overall, but that's around Act 6. And it could fall in between Act 5 and 6. Like right, It could exactly. be a transition. Right. It depends, right. it depends what kind of story you're telling, whether it's yeah. Die Hard or when we found out Snuffleupagus could be seen by the other characters on Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Well, the, when he's eating yeah. ass. <laughs> yeah. Damn right you can see him when he's eating ass, I mean, right? Snuffy could really get up in there. Sure. Yeah. If he needed to. Yeah. He loves it. Give him something to work with. Yeah. Very sex positive. Um, yeah. So uh, anyway, I, I think we do this. At when Now, do you want to tell people about your workshop? Like when are you – you're, you're yeah, at the, I'm Hilton, be... the old Hilton down by the airport, right? <laughs> I'm at the old Hilton down by the airport. <laughs> the and old I'm one. not in – Do lot... not go to the new Hilton. No. You will be disappointed. Go to the old Hilton. A lot of folks, a lot of folks uh, naturally gravitate towards the conference center mm-hmm. there. Which is a beautiful. Yeah. Con- I've been. That's to, where I would think you. Would I've been to conferences it. there. It's a beautiful place. We're actually going to be at the empty swimming pool. Mm. Oh, great! So if you see if, if you see a swimming pool, check if there's water in there. If there's water in there, that's Wrong for pool. the guests' use. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, the the event will be taking place in the empty swimming pool. The main reason Still for pool. that is I've got Dogtown and Z Boys coming mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're going to do a few of their famous tricks. Why Why did you choose to do it at four in the morning? Um, I wanted to – well, they have – I'm a little concerned about what I like to call the surveillance state. Oh, yep. Um, Enough said. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Well, and you, you are Mark Zuckerberg getting wind of this. Huh? Here's also, if I'm frank, Rob, mm-hmm. it's very expensive to book – Prime time Dogtown and Z Boys. Oh, but really? You got like top tier? So they're very busy at oh, yeah. certain hours of the day. You know, f- five to six p.m. Well, that's the dinner. That's the dinner prep hour. They're working on their mise en place. Yeah, yeah. But uh, later, later on, or earlier on, depending on you know how you how you use a clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, different people do it different way. I'm so glad you said that. That's, <laughs> avoid a lot of confusion. Uh, they're they're a little more easy to book because 4 a.m. is typically a sort of time for reflection for Dogtown and Z Boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the six of them, let's say. That's smart. Well, um, you've got it figured out, and you're serving a cool lunch. Yeah, so Not there's going to be a nice lunch. Or cold. It's going to be a nice, cool lunch. Uh, we're going to have ham, spiral ham. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's baked country ham with a nice brown sugar glaze. Yeah. So um, Everything you expect. Come on down to the Old Hilton. 
near the airport. I want to be clear, Ontario Airport, Ontario, yes. California. Oh my gosh, did I not say Ontario <laughs> no, Airport? You got to say Ontario. Oh, I just said or the people airport. Are, people like, are going to go yeah. to Bob Hope. Well, I always think yeah. of that Ontario as the airport. Right, sure. that's, right. The that's the where one we I go all to. go. You that's make a little stop by the outlet malls yeah. on your way home. It's a fun yeah, day. Exactly. My biggest concern is that people will put in Bob Hope and their GPS will take them somewhere else entirely because it's now called the Hollywood Burbank Airport. Is it not called the Bob Hope Airport? It's anymore? called the Hollywood Burbank. The Bob Hope's on the outs in Burbank. No, it's not. What? It's always going to be called Bob Hope. Oh, okay. Thanks, Rob. Now, Thank you, Rob. So <laughs> what you said is wrong. Uh, our guest, truth teller, truth, yep. Thank Bobby you. C., Robert Cordry. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. It's a podcast that we do as uh, we may, we are married. And how's the ad going so far? Because I think it's going very good. <laughs> we talk about things we like every week on Wednesdays. One time Rachel talked about pumpernickel bread. It was so tight. You cannot afford to miss her talking about this sweet brown bread. We also talk about music and poems and, you know, weather. There is one... Weather? <laughs> one time Rachel talked about Baby Beluga, the song, for like 14 minutes. And it just really blew my hair back. <laughs> so check us out on MaximumFun.org. It's a cool podcast with chill vibes. Amber is the color of our energy, is what all the iTunes reviews say. <laughs> they will now. Hey everyone, it's John Roderick from the Friendly Fire Podcast, here with Adam Pranica and Ben Harrison. When was the last time you really liked watching a war film? With Friendly Fire, you get to do it with us! Yeah, you don't even necessarily have to have seen the movie to get a lot out of an episode of Friendly Fire. In many cases, we would recommend that you not watch the movie because there are some really, really bad war movies. But a bad war movie makes a great war movie podcast. And in all cases, we recommend you listen to our show. (laughs) So subscribe and download to Friendly Fire wherever you get your podcasts. To the victor, go the spoiler alerts. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Cordry, exotic pet, everyone's. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. <laughs> Sorry. Buy him some crickets to eat. <laughs> I will eat you. I, I like to think of Rob Cordry. In the context of Period. The, ba- the Babar, well, first of all, yeah. <laughs> I just like to think of him. It's fun to think about him in his many mm-hmm. entertaining roles and, Agree. of course, appearances on this program. Agree. Yeah. Uh, I think of him in the context of the Babar universe mm-hmm. as sort of our Wooly Wooly. Mm. God, you I know? wish I knew. I know Babar. I, know, God, yeah, I, I know. wish I, yeah, I, I, wish I could picture from Babar the book Babar and the Wooly Wooly. It's an exotic pet. But the thing is, is guess I'm going to have to return to the text. You, of course, know. Live in the word. Retaxes the Rhino King. He comes and steals the Wooly Wooly because he wants the Wooly Wooly to love him. But he doesn't treat the Wooly Wooly kindly. He doesn't treat the Wooly Wooly kindly. Fucking boring shit. Sounds like a 
Little boring Real ass kids book. Um, it's really cool. It's European. Mm, yeah, um, they know well, how. They know well, how to it's write. It's probably a better story. then. It's uh, probably better. Yeah, the little. So it's, it's like the petite prince. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking God, asshole. Makes no little, sense. You know, lives on the gut, lives on, on the moon. moon or Mars. Uh, and I'm sad, and, <laughs> oh, and then it's over. Here's a clunky, <laughs> clunky metaphor for something. Sure. <laughs> Fuck off. Wouldn't this have made sense in the twenties? Yeah. So. <laughs> They're not going to get it right. Fuck was man. Corduroy the bear? That was good old American. Thank yes, Corduroy yeah. is an American bear yeah, that's who how lost you a, a button story. on his overalls. That's how you write a damn story. Classic eight act structure. Yes, <laughs> yes. Don't get me started on Tintin. God, I love the <laughs> Tintin. I love the reckoning in Corduroy. <laughs> good Corduroy, and of course, Man versus Machine. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. classic Suicide Squad. <laughs> Robert Corddry. Yay! He's the star. The the sole star of television's the unicorn. <laughs> yep. That's right. This is on uh, what I call the Tiffany Network, correct? <laughs> the what? The which, Tiffany which Network. Which one? I was talking while you the, were talking. Charlie Business Services. Yes, Charlie Business Services. That's right. Yeah. Uh, on the CBS Network, uh, also starring the great Michaela Watkins. Oh God damn! I was telling uh, Robert before the show. I watched the first episode of the Unicorn and. Uh, Michaela Watkins gets the biggest laughs in the entire episode uh, without saying any words, just miming some stuff to Rob. Yes. Uh, it is really, really funny. I like fully. And if you like that, it is a well we return to. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> Rest on it's your the, laurels. Yeah. Get the gift that keeps giving. Ah, uh, good. Uh, it's a fun. It's a fun program. Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins. Walty Goggins. Walton Goggins brings a welcome intensity to the world mm-hmm. of the network family sitcom. Yep. Same teeth, same eyes. <laughs> a real but edge. a heart of gold. Mm. Yeah. A warm, a warm heart and a shiv behind his back. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Season two. Little Pope. ketamine in a pouch. Yeah. Rob, I guess my main question about the program is, uh, what's it like to work with a real actor? <laughs> Yeah. Like No, you're that is a legit question. Like a fucking actor ass actor. It's a legit question and it's amazing. <laughs> like he is a legit and when it's a comedy scene and we're we're just talking like well, they'll say cut and and we're all we chat in between, you know, it's cool. But man, if he's gotta get somewhere. Yeah. Cause you know, we'll we don't shy away from a little heart. There's yeah. some heart in yeah. the show. Um, uh, he is on a, on a path. He's on yeah. a mission and he is, he is so, he's, a. it's, 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 um, uh, uh, it, I love, it's a great energy. You know what I mean? You, you would think it would be kind of an alienating energy, but it's like, first of all, he's just, he's always like wanting, like inspiring the crew. Like, come on guys, we, we can all, we can all do the, like, wow. this is, wait, 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 hold on. Background. He was always talking to the background. Guys, this is what we need. This is a really intense scene. This is a big scene. We, we need you guys to say yay when he says, woo. Okay. <laughs> wow. Whatever, whatever. Like he's very, that's he's act four, by the way. cares so much. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, and he's, you, he's, I don't think that, I don't even know if I could really do justice to to, to how good an actor he is, but uh, you're you're except to say that you're correct. Yeah. I've worked with uh, other like one or two other real actors, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sammy Rockwell. Oh, Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Sammy R. 
Yeah. Sam you know, he's Rockwell? he's probably like the most famous graduate of my high school. Oh, yeah. Except that he did not graduate from my high school. And as far as I can tell, maybe only just like hung out there a lot. He don't need that <laughs> shit. I can't tell. Yes, he doesn't I need can't that figure shit out what cares. his, he was in Outward Bound at some point. Yeah, that tracks. Probably. That tracks. Probably. At some point he was on a canoe taking a math class. <laughs> uh, yeah, our buddy Helen Hong from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, you'll catch her on the unicorn. Yeah. A lot um, of heat on this program. She's very funny. Sure. On, uh, on the table read, at least. That's yeah. what I've seen. A, uh, well, I mean, that's that's when you know. When yeah. the table read goes well. well yeah. I saw the know. spark at the table read. <laughs> and I said, I knew it. Classic Hong spark. That's she's X7, got it. by yeah. the way. Uh, our buddy Gina Ippolito, who was on uh, on a Jesse-less episode a few weeks back, is a writer on that show. So yes. we're going so. unicorn crazy here on Jordan Jesse Go. This is like a, a, a companion to Unicorn. Oh, yes. maybe we should just. And I'm going to say that pivot definitively and pivot in this. Is this just a unicorn recap show now? Do we, yes. You should, please do that. <laughs> you guys would be the best. Please uh, uh, get to do get that. CBS to pay us. <laughs> yeah. Because we will flip the format. We do not. We first of all, we don't have a format. There's no format, by <laughs> so the way. It, it would only help us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Previously, there was no reason to listen to this show. It would give people some reason <laughs> to mm-hmm. listen to this show. I don't know who wants a sitcom recap show, but. Uh, if People do. There's anyone a, there's wants a good it. place podcast. There's like an office revamp mm-hmm. pod or like an office oh, revisit podcast. People love yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 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 Twin Peaks. There's tons of them. When sure. that was probably my favorite sitcom. Yeah. Oh, my favorite sitcom as well. It's yeah. Beep. So funny this last season. Just we'll do yeah, like so favorite funny. jokes, predictions for next week. Yeah. Um, maybe some fan fan casting, fan mm-hmm. theories. We'll go into Reddit, see what they're talking about. Yeah. And Interviews then... with uh, Rob Corddry, Helen Hong. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Get, get Chucky Business on the phone from Ch- Charles right. Business Services. And then I... you just to cover all our bases because maybe just people will see Unicorn Podcast. We'll talk about what happened on this week's Unicorn and then the back half of the show is how to find a bisexual to fuck you and your wife. <laughs> yeah. You... Also, you should just still... <laughs> You just still call it Jordan Jesse Go. There's three. <laughs> yes, don't change. The, don't ever don't change, change the name. The There's name. three primary this. definitions of unicorn. On the CBS yes. show, the unicorn, yeah. mm-hmm. a unicorn mm-hmm. is a good guy mm-hmm. who's entering middle age, yeah. but is single because because he lost his wife, not because he's a bad guy who forced who caused a divorce or right. is a creep or whatever. Yes, uh, that's why. He, that's the one. Second is a bisexual who will fuck you and your wife. And third is a goat with a horn glued to its head in Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey Circus around 1987. I'm going to say. 1987? Mm-hmm. Really? About right. a creature that needs to be yeah. eradicated. Yeah. They were still trying to yeah. slide that past. a fake unicorn in 1987. I had the uh-huh. poster for it. Went to it with my dad. Jeez. Oh, my God. My I did, too. It wasn't – wasn't it a goat with an – like a, just a deformed – might horn? have been a goat with only one horn instead of two horns. It was like two horns, but they were kind of twisted. It was like a kind of gross, like, mm. oh, this yeah. poor goat. I wish we had a producer on this show. <sighs> I wish you had a format. Let's talk about the unicorn again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. anyway, watch Rob Corddry's show, The Unicorn, so that uh, Rob Corddry can keep working. And, yep. um, I spend a lot of money. I live a, fast, I live a fast lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I need you to watch it. This guy's going to the theater every fucking week. I don't wow. care. I'm dropping hundreds. All, yep. I'm bringing, I got a whole bag of nanners. This guy's not sitting behind a pole. No. I get the paying for nanners. the seats that are 
oh. not obstructed. That's right. That's <laughs> let's right. keep let's keep robbing an un- unobstructed view seat. Mm-hmm. And my nanners make a noise. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sound yeah. of my nanners coming yeah. out. It's home. Brian Sunny D Fernandez is our producer on the program. Uh, you can find us on Reddit, maximumfun.reddit.com. You can hashtag it on Twitter, hashtag JJGo. We're on Twitter at Jordan underscore Morris and at Jesse Thorne. Rob Cordry is on Twitter, but what are you? Are you you're not Rob Cordry on Twitter, right? Yeah, you are. You just I got Rob in Cordry? early. I got on yeah, the ground nice, floor. Nice, nice. Yeah. But on Instagram, it's like Rob underscore. I think Cordry. Yeah, I'm, really don't know. Yeah, Rob, probably just look for Rob Cordry. Over yeah, there. whatever. He's, he's from he's, follow the fake one too. From it's fucking television's the unicorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're on Facebook. Like us there, and uh, we love you all very much. And we'll talk to you That's in the true. future. Good night. <clears throat> that is true. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.